Hello, welcome to the Oral Health Podcast. Um, we are taking a look at mouth cancer in a bit more detail this month because it is Mouth Cancer Action Month. Uh, so we're going to have a sit and a chat and talk about the risk factors for mouth cancer with Karen, our favourite dental nurse. How are you doing, Karen? I'm very good, thank you. I rolled out again, dust, <laughs> dust me off, pull me out of the cupboard. Yep. <laughs> Stick a mic on me and I'm on. Brilliant. <laughs> So, but you actually, you know a lot about this stuff. And um, so if we talk about the risk factors for mouth cancer, smoking is a very obvious one. Um, But yeah, just let's have a chat. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, as you've mentioned, smoking. um, Smoking is the top one. Um, I would like to think it's probably, you know, hopefully dropping a little bit as people, um, more and more people quit smoking. Mm -hmm. But it's still a big risk. It's a risk to a lot of other um, illnesses as well. Absolutely. And I think we're pretty well versed on what um, smoking can cause. Um, I'm not sure that everybody would realise it causes uh, mouth cancer, but uh, we'll add that one into the mix of all the other things as well. Uh, drinking alcohol can also um, be a risk factor. It tends to be more um, spirits as well, because I think they're held in the mouth a little bit longer. So... Mm. Um, but any alcohol so we've got smoking drinking then we've doubled our chance if we smoke and drink yep. so um, those are the biggest ones that people might have heard for, heard of yeah. now there are other ones now when we talk about smoking we're talking about tobacco so we're, we're looking at smokeless tobacco as well so the uh, the uh, betel nut the snus those kind of things that are made into a, like a little parcel and they're kept into the side of um you can't see me pointing but i'm pointing where it is if, if you, it, between your teeth your cheek. yeah inside of your cheek between your teeth and your, your cheek although down some in that people bit. hold them here like above like above. eye tooths yeah that's so fine that's still the the sulcus that's that's what it's called technical a sulcus term. a sulcus yes so that that is the bit between bottom of your mouth or the top of your mouth and your cheek on the outside so they they sit with it in there and it tends to follow that the the cancer will form where they've been holding mm-hmm. this thing so if they hold it in the same place every time you almost can see a very classic um reaction so yeah. that is a a, a a risk factor as well so we kind of put that in with smoking because it's tobacco and one of the uh, the dentists who we've been featuring on our tiktok account um through mouth cancer action month she used to work in a, uh, a dental hospital mm-hmm. and would see loads of people come in and get checked and then heart would just sink because they could look and see exact like you say exactly where they would hold their pouch y- you'd see the lesion and it's like oh and she saw countless cases like that and it's really sad and it's normally when when you've got a lesion like that it's normally uh quite a late stage as well so it's it's about seeking the appropriate treatment at the appropriate time so it's just that so then we go on to the probably lesser known one so we talk about um uv light sunlight yeah so when we're out in um on holiday or when it's very sunny here 
it's really important to wear um, like a lip sole that's got um, a high SPV level. SPF? SPF, yeah. What's SPV? I don't have a clue. Is I think you made that up. <laughs> I've never heard that before, no, Karen. <laughs> I know what I meant. No, so when you go out, factor factor 30 plus, if you can, on your lips, because mouth cancer also includes the lips as well. So mm-hmm. you can get it sort of around, uh, on the lips and the surrounding area. So uh, make sure you've got your SPF. Isn't uh, it funny how we put sun cream all over our body and then don't put anything on our lips most of the time? I do, you see. But you're a dental nurse. Okay. So I, I never right. would have done. Uh, and accepted. I don't think I know many people that do. I carry one in my bag all the time. See, I would I would carry a lip seal, but not for, like, have an SPF in it, just if I've got dry, really? dry lips. Okay, well, yeah. a lot of them do have SPF in it, but look for it, because mm. then you don't have to buy two different ones. And I know in the winter... You know, we perhaps don't think of the sun, but there was still UV. It's still in the, the sunlight. So, you know, a lot of face creams and things like that have them in automatically, and we don't know that we're using them, but we're getting protection on our face. And as you say, we forget about our lips. Mm-hmm. So it is important to, to not only keep your lips hydrated so they don't sort of crack up and, you know, are painful, but from the point of view of um, UV light. So that's, a, that's an important one. And the the other one is uh, HPV, which is the human papillomavirus. Yep. Um, that is the biggest um, growth of... Uh, the new kid on the block. It is indeed, for mouth cancers. So HPV, for those who don't know, uh, is predominantly um, causes cervical cancer in women. Yeah. So we vaccinate girls in year seven and year eight in schools and then they are immune to the HPV um, causing strains there are thousands of strains of HPV and we probably all will have had it at some point in our lives there are only certain ones that cause cancer and you know that's that's why we have the vaccine so okay the girls were being protected. Now, we know now that HPV causes mouth cancer. So, um, the mouth cancer was predominantly being with you know people who hadn't been vaccinated and boys and men mm-hmm. because we weren't vaccinating them because it was thought, well, they don't have a cervix, so how are they going to get cervical cancer? But strains 16 and 18 of HPV cause mouth cancer. And there are hundreds of strains oh, of yeah. HPV. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the vaccine protects against the main ones that can cause cancers. Yeah. Um, and strains 16 and 18 are included in that. And like I say, they're the ones that are the likely yeah, culprits. Yeah, they're the ones that we want to uh, avoid. Yeah. Um, so we did um campaign several years ago and um, jabs for boys so now boys are included in the hpv vaccine program so it's really 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 important if you have a child of that age male or female when they're offered the vaccination please take it up it, it's so important and there has been a drop in the uh, vaccine uptake 
we know that this is partially because um, children weren't in school for um, a long period of time. So there is um, a, a back vaccination programme going on. But if your child is 11 or 12 um, and hasn't had the vaccine and not been invited from school, please speak to your uh, doctor's practice and the nurse can give it. Yeah. The nurse can give it to a girl up to 24 I think boys up to 12 must be about the same. I think right? it's about the same, but it, the boy has to be born after the 2009. Was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then they can they can still get it. Um if if it's uh if if somebody if a male is having uh MSM sex, they can get the vaccine up to the age of 45. Yeah. MSM men who have sex with men just yeah. 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 Not everyone's as down with the kids as you are, Karen. <laughs> yeah, so men who have sex with other men can be quali- can qualify for the vaccine for free. Yeah. Um, again, talk to either a gum clinic or sexual health outreach team about it if that applies to you. I mean, that that just just to elaborate slightly, we obviously the the uh, vaccine at the start was only given to girls because they have a cervix. Mm. You can get penile anal cancer as well yes. from 16 and 18 so that's why we want to vaccinate msm men yes okay just to clarify that because it, it can be a little bit confusing um it is uh, transferred by um oral sex anal sex so any sex any unprotected sex any unprotected sex so it is best even if you've had the vaccine let's just let's just be safe anyway but it, it's difficult, isn't it? So do you send somebody out, say, like a, a young male who didn't get into the vaccine programme? Mm-hmm. Does he have to ask every sexual partner if they've, if they've had the HPV vaccine because then it will keep them safe? Now, yeah. that's a really difficult, it's a difficult conversation to have. Absolutely. And, and I think that's not even just about HPV. People don't talk about these things uh, enough no. with new partners no. or even old partners like yeah it's, yeah um, I, I heard I, I read some evidence that um hpv is um growing in a certain sector of the uh, the, the uh, population women on their second time round relationships mm. because they haven't had to think about those things for you know, they might have been married 20, 25 years and they're setting out on a new relationship, it's kind of like going back to the start wow. again. You don't know where that person's been kind of thing. So <laughs> where have they been? Karen, that sounds so sinister. I don't know where you've been. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it is something. But I, I, I mean, young, young people are much more open than perhaps in my day and maybe even your day, but... Um, yeah, I would agree. I find they... They talk about things more. I know there's nothing worse. My my daughter, when we went over and we spoke to her, um, her cla- poor, her work disappearing Tabitha. between the sofa cushions to try and get away from the conversation. <laughs> when we were talking to her housemates at uni, and we brought up the subject of um, HPV and oral sex, and as you say, my daughter was sort of cringing, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, she knows I talked to her about it. I talked to her brother about it. I talked to all of her friends about it. You know, whether they want me to or not, you know, I'm kind of... <laughs> but, 
But I think it's really, really important to understand yeah. that this is a massive growing area. And whilst we know about smoking and drinking, we don't really think that our sex life is actually could a killer. Risk. Yes. <laughs> you know? And, you know, I um, I work with teenagers and I would have absolutely agree. She doesn't mean me, by open. the way. <laughs> <laughs> they are much more open than you think if you're willing to listen to them. And um, I have to go on sexual health training because of my job. And my bit of advice, if I can give it, is um, if you put a condom on and you put it on the wrong way, uh, most people will take it off, flip it around, do it again. Do not do that. The bits um, in the pre-cum that can cause infection and virus spreading come out in those few first few little droplets. So that is the little bit that you are then flipping inside out and can infect people with. So... That's my advice for you. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's true. It's, well, uh, yes, and I think that the more, man. yeah, I mean, the more Sexy. we talk about it, you know, the more people will not feel. It's, I mean, it's not a taboo subject, and I don't know why we're very British about it, aren't we? And um, you know, don't ever use the right words for things and talk about things below the neck. I mean, you know, it, the sooner we start talking to our kids about you know looking after themselves and and a healthy you know it's going off the tangent a little bit but having a healthy relationship with themselves their body and their partners I mean that is really important Absolutely. but yes I mean those are the things that you really need to you know those are your risk factors Mm -hmm. um age as well yes absolutely we a lot family of history family history a lot of people are over 60 we tend to say the risk factors are a male over 45 but that's not necessarily you know stopping there we have found um that mouth cancer is affecting people a lot younger than that and a lot more women in fact, I don't know what it is about, it, but most of our ambassadors are women, aren't they? Yes. But men still, men are still um, suffering with it more than women. But we have, I don't know why it is. Perhaps men don't want to talk about it. This is maybe. true, maybe. Yeah. And I always think that sharing, sharing helps. I think. Yep. And Just I, not I think sharing HPV. Not sharing HPV. No, don't share those uh, those things, and don't smoke, and don't put things inside your cheeks and yeah I mean mean, we're not saying don't do anything but be safe just just try to be a little bit safer yeah I know that um social drinking I mean I don't think does anybody any harm it's quite relaxing isn't it but um smoking is too is too dangerous yeah it is and there's other things that we could talk about, like um, some genetic conditions can put you at a higher risk for developing mouth cancer. These are incredibly rare, and if you have one, you will have been told about your increased risk. So that's not generally something the general population has to worry about, because these specific conditions come with a lot of other health mm-hmm. concerns that you would be very aware of. Um, but no, I think we've we've really summed up in just 15 minutes if you can believe it the uh, <laughs> I mean the, the thing things. is some of some of them you can avoid yeah so you can avoid smoking drinking you can avoid HPV you can avoid UV light and and sunlight you can't afford avoid being a male 
you can't avoid being over 40. Can't so, avoid ageing. Uh, no, as you keep telling me. Um, <laughs> so those things that are out beyond our control, but there are some things that are within our control. So reducing those will lower our risk. Absolutely. Um, next time we're going to have a little bit of a chat about the different symptoms you can experience with mouth cancer and then we're going to hear from um, someone very important and uh, we're getting very high brow, Karen. We've got professors coming on our show to talk about PTSD and mouth cancer links. I'm going to be put back in the cupboard, aren't I? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to turn it off now because she looks quite angry. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>